our usual regular high five to get our podcast <laughs> hello and welcome to science redefined on our mega exciting episode this week of boundaries, boundaries prioritizing yourself yeah the, impo- the important things the very important things and speaking of boundaries i always ask you how your week has gone so i'm implementing my own boundary with our podcast and starting it off with we'll go back to the boundaries how's your week been ali <laughs> how's your week been Max? mine's been okay um yeah but i don't know i'm waiting for spring to arrive like i'm really I know. Like, it's teasing, isn't it yeah it's kind of like here and then it's not and i just feel like i need this shift in weather and daylight um just feel a bit more energized and a bit more balanced maybe hormonally wise mm. Mm. it's funny because you, you spend all of winter being like oh it's so far away like I'm not even going to think about that I'm just going to focus on you know getting through the winter or whatever and then you get to March like how are we nearly in April anyway but in like, April, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah like and then you get to there and you're like oh spring I can start actually thinking about spring because it's actually not that far away exactly. and now you're just in this like mid section like just waiting for I get you've got the lambs though haven't you as well we do have lots of lambs and they're I'm looking at them now in a field they're soaking wet oh but they seem quite happy they're still playing with each other and we've got loads of little calves they're like their cutest thing um but yeah my boundary setting has been quite good recently I have actually I've stuck to my monthly massage and which has been really really good and she does reflexology it's kind of nice I didn't think I was going to be a reflexology person but I quite like it um that's fascinating and yeah so I've stuck to that boundary for sure (laughs) so I'm implementing time for myself and I'm doing it and my yoga classes I'm still doing three yoga classes a week um which is great that's mega that's pretty cool that is cool yeah Um, again this is interesting actually going into boundary setting so I have to obviously take the time out in in the daytime work because they're on in the day and that means then I have to then work later on in the evening um, but it's okay because I'm actually happy doing that because I've actually done something that I need for myself to then make it okay to work in the evening. Yeah, like, people always is... think, don't they, like online, oh, it's all right for you. You can take like the time out in the day to do this, that, and the other. Yes, I can, but I also then have to work till maybe nine, half past nine at night to make up for that hour and a half I took out plus the drive. Yeah. The I was speaking to a client about this recently, actually, because she's like, she works from home and she kind of dictates her own hours like as long as she's done the hours like it doesn't matter when like when that is in the day and so she takes her morning to kind of like connect with herself and do everything that brings her joy and then she'll work in the afternoon and then again she'll take quite a bit of time out in the day to you know go on a walk or whatever it is that she she wants to do for her and then she ends up working quite late till maybe like eight or nine o'clock and then she started saying you know like um oh, I just feel like I don't have any time for myself. And it's like, well, you because you, you lose that <laughs> evening and usually you associate the evening time with yeah. lounge time yeah. and tea time. Yeah. And you, you need to go back and be like, well, this is everything that I've actually managed to do for myself today mm-hmm. and reflect on those things. And, you know, look, you can, you can change that if you want. You can finish at five and do everything in the evening. Exactly. But what are you telling yourself about, you know, what you've done today? Or, oh, I finished at nine o'clock. Yeah, but you've also spend three hours, hours a day. <laughs> yeah. I love it. And like I think again, like it's it's quite it goes in ties in with the kind of topic we're talking about today though, doesn't it? Like 
the boundaries that you set for yourself and implementing them to work for you. But it can also be really freaking scary to start implementing change of boundaries of things that you might need to do for yourself because like I guess the importance of what you're kind of overlooking and like how you need to have these boundaries to be in place for when you're dieting in the menopause setting up a new lifestyle habits and behaviors yeah and I think especially with like PTs and the, the coaching industry and the diet industry itself it's all about you know food and it's all about calories and it's all about yada, yada, yada. But it, we, it, you never really see the stuff that actually is under the surface, like what's actually going on behind your eating behaviors, what's actually going on behind your ability to be consistent and take the actions that you need to take towards your goals. And so we come back to like, you know, if you, if you find it really difficult or nigh impossible to make time for yourself, to prioritize you, to set boundaries then you're going to really struggle when it comes to fat loss and also maintaining it. And you're also like, it's also going to creep into your, you know, mental well-being and your well-being in other places and your joy and things like that. Because a lot of the time what happens is, you know, you end up getting to, to the end of the day and you've got basically no energy left because all you've done is put it into absolutely everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um and then you don't do anything for yourself. And I think, like we spoke about before, those habits that tend to creep in are your snacks in the night and just graze on foods because you might not even prioritize maybe the foods that you've eaten in the day. Maybe you haven't eaten much throughout the day anyway. So then you're you're on like a, a I guess like a bad footing of stuff when it comes to the evening because you're again you've not prioritized anything for yourself. You've not eaten regularly. You've not fueled your body in a way that is sufficient for you to function normally and properly and feeling good about yourself. So then apart from that, and then people pleasing and doing everything else for everybody else, you're going to hit a wall by eight, nine o'clock at night. You're not going to want to do anything that serves your goals or aligns with where you want to go. And you're going to end up eating the foods that are not going to benefit you whatsoever. Um, So yeah, boundaries are important. And I I often get a lot of this, like, I don't have time. Like I haven't got time to um, put myself first, um, thinking maybe more along the lines of like single parents and um, mothers that work really long hours and it, it, it is hard when you have come home and you've got kids to juggle on top of all of that. And I think sometimes when it comes like that, I think that not everyone's 24 hours are the same in a day, are they? They are very different, but there will be a moment somewhere in your day where it either the laundry might get left for another day you might have to not tidy the house one evening and you just let that stuff go and you prioritize walking on your treadmill in the house or you know if you've got someone there you go out for that walk at half past seven eight o'clock at night because that is actually going to make you feel a lot better within yourself um so I think it's, it is it's also do with time management isn't it it's kind of like filtering in right there is a gap I do have a gap here and asking for help mm. well if you struggle and I know the time that's ask easy. For help. yeah and that's easier said than done like you know I know this is something it's spoken about a lot it's like oh you know just um you know just call on your parents like can they take the kids off your hand it's like some people don't have access to no, those things like you said don't. single mums might not have those support networks any um living parents left 
Mm. Mm. You, don't, you don't have any grandparents. It, mm-hmm. There's so mm-hmm. many different scenarios. Yeah. And so it, it becomes about, you know, defining what that is for you and what space and time and prioritizing yourself and your goals looks like in that scenario. And also like you hit the kind of nail on the head when it comes to, you know, can the laundry get left whilst you actually just make time for something that's important to you today. And I think letting go of some of the expectations that our house has to look, you know, hundred percent perfect, that the laundry all has to be done, that you constantly have to be doing, you know, your to-do list is never ever going to be empty like you know what are you expecting from yourself and what standards are you setting for yourself that is meaning that you don't have any time left to prioritize you or get a 15 minute walk in or spend five minutes prepping your breakfast and can you actually just leave some of those things behind and not trying to be 100% perfect and you know tick all the boxes and tick all everything off your list for that day you know yeah and so some of it is a little bit of that like um Again, it goes back to like, are you scared to set the boundaries because you're worried that, well, you're going to change because you're doing something new and out of your comfort zone of your life that you've always led and always been the person to make sure everybody else is okay and you're bottom of that pile. So then to actually go and, right, I'm actively choosing myself to prioritize things that I want to help me with fat loss, with just having a better relationship with food, whatever it might be, getting some more movement into my day, like that can feel really scary because it's something that is not in your norm, not in your everyday. And then you have to try and portray that to other people that are maybe not expecting you to come back with that and be like, right, well, I actually want some time for myself instead of maybe they have all the time. Well, then what well, I want some, like instead of, I don't know, partners going, to, I'm just generalizing here, partners going to the pub after work for a drink and you know, you're know you at home doing all the stuff and it could be role reversal as well. But then you, you know, for you to then say, well, actually I'd like you to come home half an hour earlier so I can go out for a walk and you could maybe look after the kids or whatever. That's gonna feel really hard to do. And it's gonna feel, it's gonna be a massive barrier to kind of like for you to even say it because they, you're always too used to pleasing and making sure that everybody else is okay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It, it's kind of like, I, I get that it's really scary to do that, but I think you have to, you have to get rid of that fear of being selfish because you're not, because people aren't gonna judge you for it. Like, I think that's what worry, we worry about, we're selfish then they're going to judge you for wanting to prioritize your own needs instead of others but it's actually really selfish of you not to prioritize your own needs like you're not you're doing yourself a disservice yeah yeah you're doing yeah and I think I think this is the thing we were saying before wasn't it like um we think like what are the fears that you're holding around setting these boundaries like and I think lean into that discomfort and think about why it feels so uncomfortable for you to you know if I you know some of my clients I'm like you know this week we're going to focus on communicating your needs and what you need to start taking some of the mental load off of you this week and that means a getting clear on what you need first and then b communicating that to the to the relevant people which might be your fear of rejection isn't it people are going to go no we're we're going to upset them Mm. and I think that's the thing it's like people might people don't like hearing the word no like people don't like being top like and but that I don't think that's your problem 
<laughs> like no it's, like it's not and why not, their reaction is not like your responsibility exactly that like it's like when you go out for a meal and you choose to maybe order the healthier option on the menu because you're actually really wanting and you actually might even actually fancy it you might really fancy the fact that i don't want the i keep always going off of fully loaded burgers and chips there are other obviously higher calorie dense meals but you might actually want the chicken and the vegetables for example and you will get judged for that you will be like well what are you doing that for and then they're like oh well that's like you just being all like healthy and blah, 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 and having a go at you and it's horrible because like why do you have why does that happen why do people have to give their opinion on that and it's that same fear isn't it of like someone's gonna say something back to me that I I don't know how to I don't know how to handle it because your confidence is probably a bit low as well because you're not used to standing up for what you want and putting your needs first so it affects your confidence on top of everything else so the fact like yeah I think there's a lot of fear around the conflict that comes with it the rejection that comes with setting boundaries you're fit, fit, afraid that people are going to think you're selfish and then that all dents your confidence which are the things that Annie and I are trying to massively build up in women mm-hmm. is the empowerment and the confidence to put yourself first mm-hmm. um, and I think it's I think it's okay like I think we there's always so much stuff around like um how to set boundaries without feeling guilty or you should you know prioritize yourself without guilt and I think yeah totally like good goal to work towards but you are probably going to feel a little bit guilty or a little bit of discomfort when you start setting boundaries and communicating your needs, especially if you have spent decades doing the exact opposite. And I think allow that, like don't try and reject it or push it away. Like it might feel guilty and you might just actually just need to say that's okay. Like, but be fine with it. Yeah. Be fine with it. And instead of dwelling on that guilt of saying no, of setting your boundary, of communicating your needs and the potential of making people feel uncomfortable, you know, focus on the positive outcomes that are actually coming from prioritizing your own needs and setting boundaries. Like you're not just doing it for the sake of saying no, because you just want to run around and say no all the time. There's a reason that we're, you know, you're, you're setting the boundary. You probably feel a bit burnt out from pleasing everybody else and never putting your own needs first that's what I always think when like I'm listening to my girls say stuff I'm like but what about your needs like it's not fair that you don't feel that you're worth enough to put you higher up on your own pecking order Mm -hmm. it's really sad and then when they start to do it and they and they get they don't get much they don't get the pushback that they're expecting and like they may ask for a bit of help to be able to go off and do a walk or I don't know, prep some food. Like, can you do bath time while I sort my breakfast out for the thing? And I'll sort dinner out while I'm doing it. So again, and it's about communicating those needs with people as well. I think like not just going, I think you have to be quite clear um, and not be vague when you're setting your boundaries. It's like, right, if I want space, I want space and I would like it if I can get it like half an hour every evening before, I don't know, I go to bed then you say that's what you want. Like, I just want to do this for me. I just want half an hour on my own. Tell your partner, this is what is happening. And then you just go and happen. And they won't they won't mind half as much as what you expect the mm. pushback to be. But again, when you're not specific enough, the, the boundaries are blurred. Then they don't think you're serious for a start. And they'll also then start encroaching on that boundary that you're trying to implement. And be like, oh, she's not that bothered about it because she's not really said, well, at nine o'clock, I want half an hour to myself that's that mm. so I think mm. you do have to be quite 
specific about what it is that you want and tell them no don't shout at them don't bellow at them don't turn it into a conflict but this is something that I want to do for myself and this is what I would like to happen whatever it is for you and talk about it in that way you know communicate it properly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I think also like we're scared of saying no and I think this is the case with children like as well sometimes is because you're asking a question so you're saying I need you know I need you to do this thing today okay like and then you're saying okay and they're like and you're basically phrasing it as like there's a negotiation is to be okay had. are you okay with me doing yeah. this like, yeah. no it's your boundary you set it and it's yeah. I am doing this <laughs> yeah and it's like be firm with it and be make it a closed statement and of yeah. course invite discourse or like invite a conversation and you know whatever but you know make it phrase it in such a way where it's you can't get a no because it's not a question in the first place um and also go on. sorry no I was gonna say like make sure your boundaries aren't unrealistic either like have like make them work for your your family life for the life that you live like don't make it so far out of reach that it's not I want a weekend to myself every weekend like it's not gonna happen is it but you might be able to say, do you know what? I want one Saturday a month where I get to go and do what I want to do. I don't I don't want to be a mum for this day. I want to just meet up with my friends. I just want to go shopping on my own or go and have a coffee and lunch, on whatever it is, a spa day on your own, whatever. But that's more likely to happen than me saying, I want every weekend to myself and I don't want to see it and that's it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and be flexible as well. Like boundaries aren't set in stone. So it's like... There might be an extenuating, like, yeah, and there might be like quote unquote extenuating circumstances where, like, you know, I heard this recently with one of my clients and their kids, and they were like saying, um, you know, they only get to watch one program in the evening or something, and you know, she was really upset with herself because, um, they ended up watching TV all night, and she was <laughs> like, well, yeah, but she was, you know, feeling really ill, and it's like that's okay. Like, if she was feeling poorly, then you might say you know that's fine we can have more screen time this evening because we don't have the capacity for whatever else you had planned and it's like that's fine like you're not a failure because your boundary has kind of um isn't that the same with the mentality with dieting though like it's not all or nothing Mm -hmm. so like you might want to be like oh yeah I'm gonna only allow an hour of screen time but some days you're gonna need to have more than that and it's the same with dieting and calories and how life flebs and flebs (laughs) ebbs and flows (laughs) Um, and that's how it, how it all works isn't it you have to have that that negotiation with yourself that sometimes it's okay that you're going to eat more food you're going to have more screen time and sometimes you'll have less because that's how your day's going or that's how your week is going and being okay with that that change and that flexibility of your routine um is really important I think and, and I, I think that takes a lot of the overwhelm and the pressure and when women start to click that, ah, oh, yeah, that's okay. Like I might have had three meals out this week, but do you know what? Nothing bad has happened. I haven't overthought the calories that I've eaten. I've made really sensible choices in and around all of that stuff. So actually, that's cool. And next week I might not have any meals out, but that's how that week went. And it's that flexibility around your own thinking. And like I said, even your boundaries, like being able to move them when they need to be mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah yeah 100 and I think these this you know making these changes might be difficult 
at first if you've never really like set boundaries or you've always just kind of like quote unquote you know caved in or you've always been the person to put themselves on the line for everybody else and I think that's okay like let's just approach it stepwise we don't have to you know reel off this massive sit everyone down and reel off this massive list of everything we need from like from from day from day dot you know it can just be you know this is what I need from this week I'm just gonna see how this goes and then you can like how did you feel when you set that boundary like reflect and then we can repeat and then kind of build from there but I think commit commit to it like and also know that it's gonna be it might be a bit uncomfortable and embrace that and explore that a little bit and think about where that might actually be coming from yeah because again it's coming from again most of the time I've noticed it comes from that lack of confidence within themselves and having the power to feel that they can say this because a lot of you ladies are people pleasers and you you really struggle with putting yourself first because you don't want to let other people down but I always think like well you're letting yourself down so what's worse like why do other people get to be more important than you without being a complete dick move I think that it's it's really I think it's a valid thing to think about like and going back to that quote which I have actually quoted to three of my clients the last three weeks how much are you contributing to your own suffering and I'll say it again like how much because like if you don't make the changes and you don't sit with that uncomfortableness and that fear of this is really awkward I don't want to say what I want to do for myself you're always going to stay where you are and nothing nothing changes and nothing changes again quotes coming out today um (laughs) but it's really true and it is really difficult and it's not something that I think happens overnight but like Annie said like start small pick one thing that you want to do for yourself and make it happen and communicate it in a way that isn't aggressive or horrible to your partner but actually open up to them as to why you feel you need this and the benefits it's going to give you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and focus on like why you're doing it like when you put your like if we imagine like your energy for the day that you need for making decisions for you know well just feeling good etc etc and we imagine that as like a battery like if all of that goes on everybody else and there's nothing left for you, but when you put energy towards, you know, setting boundaries or whatever, Mm -hmm. saying no more, putting your foot down, and then you end up creating more energy to do things that actually fill your cup, which actually creates more energy. It brings you more joy. You find that there's more room at the end of your day to make choices that align with your goals, be it fat loss, be it, you know, health or whatever. And you, there's this knock-on snowball effect of then when you're making choices that align with your goals and you're actually making progress towards your goals because of that mm-hmm. you feel even better about yourself right exactly. and also you're not getting to 8 p.m and all you want is food or instant gratification or rewards because you actually gave yourself that throughout your day instead you gifted moments to yourself you had more time in your evening to satisfy your needs and so you're not looking to fill that void or that emptiness with food food yeah and isn't that like it's that circle isn't it that we talk about all the time it's that loop of how food ends up being in quotes things here the fixer but it's because we haven't learned how to actually listen and set boundaries with ourselves and with other people 
Um, and so, yeah, I guess that's something that we want you to go off and really think about. And again, like, I guess a checklist for setting boundaries, one of the first thing is going to be is like identifying what boundaries you need and reflecting on your needs and like the boundaries you kind of need to set to make that happen, to maintain your healthy relationship with yourself and with food. Mm-hmm. The first one, I would think. And then what, being clear and specific. We've yep. mentioned that, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, not like, asking, not like, saying what behaviors are acceptable, isn't it? And what isn't? Like, like we were saying, like be realistic about it, but assertive with it as well. Yeah. So don't frame it as a question that's obviously going to get yeah, a pushback from your kids. Like, <laughs> you know, set it. And I th- also I think it's helpful to think about what are we modeling to our kids as well? Oh, definitely. And, you know, how do you want them to be when when they grow up? Do you want them to be uncomfortable hearing the word no? No, you don't. You want them to be, you know, receptive to other people setting and laying out their own needs but you also want them to be respectful of their own boundaries and their yeah. own needs as well yep i'm put, i'm telling you what they're feeling mm. like it's, mm-hmm. it's part of their growing and they 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 copy so much of what we do um so again like again i encourage my children to if they don't want to do something, then they tell me, like actively say, like, no, I'm not, I don't want to do this. Uh, okay, well, we'll have a conversation about it. And sometimes they're not always going to, you know, again, it comes to that negotiation thing, like they might want to stay at home and we need to go out. But you work along, you just be like, okay, well, I'm listening. I'm respectful of that and what you want. But actually, this is kind of like what we need to get done today. So you're going to have to come with me right now because you're too young to stay on your own. But I will let you have some chill time when we come back you get to do something that you want to do um mm-hmm. and again like you said letting them see that their own boundaries are important within themselves but you're you're practicing what you preach um and i guess like yeah taking care of yourself is part of that self-care isn't it with boundary setting and i think a lot of women need to do a bit more of that for themselves yeah definitely yeah. And like we said, be willing to adjust. If you need to, that's fine. But you still make sure it happens within that time frame of that week of like, it doesn't then get lost under all the piles of laundry again. Like you don't just like forget about it. You have to then bring it back up and go, well, okay, you haven't come home early all this week. You were meant to once for me to have my time, right? Fair enough, it was work and you were busy, but now I want that time. I need that for myself next week. So when am I going to get to do my thing? Um, and again, communicate it without it turning into a massive argument, um, mm. because then that just brings more stress. So yeah, I think the main thing we want you to go off and do is work out, prioritize yourself for a start, <laughs> and start working out like where you can start implementing some boundaries for yourself and what it looks like for you and why you want to do it, isn't it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how like you know your lack of being able to prioritize yourself is actually impacting like your goals right now as well because I think we always jump to you know oh it's willpower I just don't have enough willpower at the end of the day but it's it's not that you know there's something else going on under the surface and it's important to address those things in order for you to move forwards um and this is the kind of stuff that diet and diet culture just hasn't taught you no which, which is why coaching is not black and white 
and why it's really hard to sometimes explain what online coaching is because it's so much more than here's your calories go work them out this is the stuff that we do on a one-to-one basis with our clients on a weekly thing and we check in on them to make sure that they're you know they're doing what they're saying they're going to be doing with even setting boundaries changing their mindset shifts and patterns building better relationships with themselves and foods and like it's yeah there's a lot to it and like I think that's why I love what we do because we actively help change people's lives like in such a positive way um and that gives me like the one of the biggest I guess um joyful things about my job I love that I get to help women do that for themselves and and they get to set their own boundaries and they get to like put themselves first um and it's just amazing when you get to see those little glimpses of change um mm-hmm. and these I, are all these are all things that can't like can't be reflected by a scale number right and it's like yes okay they might have a knock-on impact on your fat loss progress because these are actually the things that you need to work on that might be holding you back and stopping you seeing progress Mm -hmm. and you know we say all the time believe me it's not that you're in starvation mode it's (laughs) not that you know all of these absolute hose of bs in the in the industry you know it's it's this stuff like it's this it's it is it's the (laughs) it's the behavior change and it's the habits and the it's everything it's all encompassing like health fat loss is it's it's one under one big umbrella and that is my whole thing and I talk to my guys I'm like it's an umbrella of health like health isn't just one part it's everything um and we'll talk about that maybe on another podcast like the um there are different things of health isn't there there's social health there's physical health there's like mental health and it does all come under one massive umbrella that helps with fat loss you have to have like even balances in all of these areas don't you for you to then align to be able to go forward with the progress that you want to make long term mm-hmm. um, I find I that think, fascinating as well and I think sometimes it's only when we start working on this journey of like ditching diet culture and you know ditching all the fads and all that stuff and start working on the stuff that we realize how much there actually is to work on and how much your mindset actually does influence your you know, your progress and yeah, everything. And what's actually under the surface when it comes to your eating habits and that, yeah, okay, you know, nutrition education and, you know, your calories are important if you want to lose fat loss, but there is so many other things that impact that and it might take a while. And that's, yeah, that's the thing that people, I think, have they've spent years investing in quick fixes. And if you added that up over the years of how many, years it's taken of the quick fixes to not get anywhere when you then have to invest maybe three years into coaching then you're getting the real work that's when all the change starts to happen but it feels like you've been on this train forever because you might have spent five years mm-hmm. on the quick fix thing going over and over and round and round and round but never getting to where you want to be um and that I said it in my story today that like I've had girls with me for like two plus years and they're still learning they're still developing they're still changing and it but quick like it's not sexy it's not like I actually voice note myself about this because it's going to be a topic I wanted to talk about how consistency isn't sexy there's nothing there's no selling in that like no one wants to hear that this shit takes time (laughs) if you put the work in it's gold because you might have to be maybe you're coached for a year two years whatever however long you need but after that 
you get to fly and go off on your own and live a life of 20 plus years, maybe of never having to go back. So mm -hmm. again, it's that cost that weighs the, mm -hmm. um, I don't, is it the cost that weighs? I don't know how, what the thing is, but you know, the cost. something like that, like our audience will know what I mean. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, there's our podcast. There's our topic for you today. I think there's so many nuggets of wisdom in there um you might need to listen to it twice and I think you need to go back over it when you're wavering on your boundaries and have a little yes. talk from us again yeah and just remember the reminders like it's supposed to be uncomfortable um you know it might be like you've spent decades doing this and it's the same thing when it comes to like like we were just saying about you know the long-term progress stuff it's not sexy and it is like consistent action and showing up and doing the same things over and over again yeah like no one said that was going to be interesting like it's not like and it's the same find the same when it comes to like anything in life that you want you know like business like I have to show up every single day and and do exactly the same things that I know need to happen and that is you're waiting for the next thing to be really really exciting and it's like it's not this is just no, it's the same thing it. over and over again and it's like just like give yourself like cut yourself some slack like it's fine it's normal to yeah. feel like oh, you're doing the same things over and over again and you know you're coming back to the same place you know that's that is what like long-term sustainable like, Life progress. Looks like. <laughs> looks like. yeah but it's all good ladies it's all good and any gents that might be listening to this podcast mm -hmm. um, same flies to you guys too. <laughs> yeah um I'm sure my client Sam might listen to these as well he's lovely um he's a comedian he's hilarious um, we'll get them on. yeah we'll, we'll start venturing out into like male um coaching one day as well yeah, yeah. honestly like it's so man it's mad coaching a guy compared to a woman because they don't have all the hormonal stuff that goes on as well like emotions and stuff like that but he's a he's just great he's so hilarious but he's very um he needs help with stuff as well you know it's in, it's just interesting in, in different ways like but it's, yeah anyway that was a tangent we don't need I'm not it. I'm not sure my niche would extend to men but you know well who knows where the world is going Annie uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> this is what I mean yeah who knows <laughs> but as always just thanks for listening and dropping us a cheeky little subscription even if you feel like it hit that 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 review the stars oh, under the podcast we need to get five stars we need to have enough for them to actually show the oh, rate and we're not there yet guys what are you no. playing at like come no. on like come on we put in this out there for you <laughs> <laughs> no hit the five stars share it with your mates i have actually noticed a few girls sharing it on oh, wait, we do we do we finally got 10 and so it shows us that it's a five-star podcast now. You have to get enough people pressing a rating in order for Spotify to show your rating. Aww. And you guys have done it, but we want more. So. We still need more, but thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Like this, this podcast was created pretty much on an idea nearly a year ago in a random yeah. hotel. In a random hotel. Yeah, in the morning. The ghastly walls they had, didn't they? It was yeah. ghastly interior. It was a very bright room. <laughs> And we were like, let's create this podcast. And we've done it. And we've now got ratings. We've got a rating. Oh, I'm so Excellent. proud of us, Annie. I'm proud of us. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I've got to leave it there now because I actually have to go on a school run. And um, yeah, I need to pick my kids up because it's pouring down rain because spring is not here. <laughs> yeah, not quite. Right. So I'm going to go do that. 
Um, have a wonderful afternoon, Annie. And I hope you guys enjoy the podcast and we will catch you next week. Catch you next week. Bye.